Welcome, friends of the podcast, to another special Timmins Podcast Network uh, episode with my dad, the Dadcast. <laughs> episode two. Last week we talked about the dream. Two weeks ago we talked about the dream. This week we're going to talk about whatever he wants to talk about because that's what we can do on this podcast. So welcome back. Let me introduce you to my dad. Howdy. That's my dad. I don't usually say howdy. I'm really not. We were debating. Oh, I'm going to mess up. You can mess up. It's all good. Mess it up. You're fine. I'm sorry, Lincoln. (laughs) Sorry, Lincoln. Sorry, Lincoln. Normally, we say sorry, Dad. But for my dad, he usually says sorry, Lincoln. He is my authority. (laughs) Uh, I answer to him. That's really scary, actually. (laughs) Um, We love you, Lincoln. Really. We we were debating on doing the video. and uh, Not we. I was debating on doing the video, and I decided not to do it. So. That's good because I don't really because I got moose in my hair and it's all slicked back and yeah you're looking good uh, I don't know about that yeah looking solid <laughs> I'm gonna be shooting from the hip really seriously okay. hopefully I, I have to turn my head and look at you this way because I need to keep in the microphone you want to tilt weird. your chair a little bit should I like tilt it like it? this oh did yeah. I just make a bunch of noise I'm yeah, sorry for all I did. He- sorry Lincoln yeah sorry Lincoln uh, and then I have to move this. That kind of doesn't really. There you that go. That's matter. perfect. That's, that's actually pretty good. Just we're talking, kind of talk into it, and then look at me, and then talk into talk it sideways. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So a lot of listeners on our last episode, uh, a lot of positive feedback. Serious? No, no one said anything. <laughs> okay. That's positive. It's positive. <laughs> it's a lot of positive no feedback right there. It's yep. good news. <laughs> <laughs> so we're cool with that. We're, we're thankful for all those who did listen, um, and so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode too. I think beer and boys were going to start requiring them to listen. Okay. Right. Beer and boys. Beer and boys. Double yeah. Bs. Yeah. That's right. That's cool. That's a thing that we do on the Fridays sometimes. Yeah, we, we need to. We need to. Yeah, we haven't done it for a while. Soon, yeah. What's going to happen when I go to Florida? It's not going to happen. Yeah. Sheesh. That's going to be... I didn't think about that. You're going to be gone for how many months? Yeah. 24, 48. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 36. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, I know... Um, Tell them that you're drinking. Oh. oh, yeah, what Tell we're drinking. What we are drinking. drinking. We, uh, we, you and I, are <sighs> beer masters, brew masters. In our own minds, yes. Yeah, I mean, we got a whole... Like, There's a lot down here. There's a lot down here. In, in yeah. the basement, if you see downstairs in our basement, if you ever come down, you'll see a whole shelf full of different types of alcohol dating back to 2015. Is that when we, when started we first started? Our first, our first, our first the ones that didn't blow up on us. Foray into, yeah, we had yeah. some blow up uh, foray into brewing. Mm-hmm. We brewed a couple weeks ago a Kolsch style beer, and we put blueberries from Allison her farm from her grandparents farm mm-hmm. so this is real stuff mm-hmm. the only thing it's lacking is tim and i have decided we didn't put enough fizz in it but yeah. the taste is really good taste is good but we need some more fizz. carbonation yeah a little but bit more we can't unbottle everything and redo it so. right i mean we could we could but i think that would like i don't think that would be good i don't know maybe we could unbottle it and put some more maybe we could do that you know because we have the caps i guess we could try like a 20 24 of them like a pack yeah or something see i don't know or six packs see what happens yeah but yeah not bad not bad we're uh like i said we're getting into brewing um we've been brewing for a while got not, some good stuff not like every weekend like some guys but yeah yeah, 
Yeah, it's good. Cool. This is not bad. Yeah. We're drinking it. <laughs> we made it. We paid for it. We're going to drink it. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 So tell me what you got on the All right. uh, what you got on the menu. This Okay, so you're going to have to ask me questions to clarify okay. because I don't know anything. I have not taught on this at all. Yeah, this is like a f- one one week old download. Um, you want to explain yeah. to people what downloads are, because they know what it means, te- like in the technical sense, right? You yeah. go somewhere and you find a file or a movie or something online. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It. That's what, a good question. What do you mean by download? Let's just okay. break it up. All right. Well, okay. When I when I'm asked to teach, like at church or something like that, I I have several sources and I work through history, I work through the scriptural points, I listen to other people, and then I try to pray about it and go, you know, am I, am I making this up or what? So, so when I teach, it's a conglomeration of what I know, what I've prayed about, and then what other people have learned from other people, right? Like so a scientific research paper yeah. or something, but you're right. teaching. Right. Gathering the sources, putting right. it all together, you're testing it. Yeah, and... And also, you know, I'll have my own opinion, but I also say, well, this is some other people's opinions, so that because I may not be correct. Nope. I know that sounds weird, Timon, but I may not be correct. So I want to give other viewpoints when I teach. So, yeah. Wow, how liberal of you. I know you didn't think your dad would say that, uh, but this is a fresh la- download. In other words, like with last week, I was just. Uh, um, as I was, I don't know if I was getting ready to go to bed or something. You know, a lot of times I think through stuff as I, that's how I go to sleep. And sometimes then my, then I'm not trying to think and God just kind of like lays something on me. I'm like, mm. whoa, because I wasn't think, I wasn't trying to think. When I try to think too hard, it gets too complicated, if that yeah. makes sense. Yep. Right. It's my everyday life. <laughs> so um, I noticed a pattern. Now, and then this is not teaching from anybody else. That may, maybe somebody else have, has seen this pattern, right? right? But I haven't, like I'm not teaching you something that somebody else taught me. I haven't seen it in, on internet. I haven't, I, no, I don't know. So, so when you say download, it is a new thought that you've not heard anywhere else. Right. It just, it's just like coming right at you and now you have it. Right. I've heard download before in, in our church. We talk about that sometimes. And because we all plug in. We have, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, the Matrix. We have a cord Metaverse. that we plug into, yes. Yep. We, um, Elon Musk is our one of our co-founders. He's our Lord and Savior. Yeah. He's really great. I do love him. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the stuff that happened. I don't want to derail, but I don't uh, know if you saw the stuff that happened with the world hunger stuff. No, I did not. Tell me. Can you tell me real quick? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there was a CNN headline, and it said, if Elon Musk took 2% of his wealth, that would solve world hunger. So then someone said, hey, Elon Musk, 2% of your wealth is $6 billion. And Elon said, if, and this is what the, the CNN headline said. Hmm. It, it, it was from CNN, and they, and they said this is what the UN and W World Hunger or something, which is like a subsidiary of UN, has said that $6 billion of Elon's wealth would solve, would end world hunger. And so Elon said, some, some reporter said, you know, 2% of your wealth is $6 billion. Da, 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 da. Oh, I may have heard this, but I want to hear the rest of it. Right. So Elon then quotes it. He says, if this organization, World Hunger F, WHF, I think is what it is. Okay. If they will reply to this tweet thread, 
and explain exactly how they, they would do this and keep it completely open, explain it well. And they did open source accounting so we could see how all that $6 billion was used to end world hunger. I would sell my Tesla stock right now and give the six million, six billion dollars. I'm sorry, six billion dollars uh, to do this now. And they haven't replied, have they? They replied. Oh, they, they said we would like to meet with you in person. The headline is incorrect, um, but I will come over there and I'll show you in person what I'm talking about. And Elon oh. said, "No, put it in the thread so that we can all see." I don't want to uh, do closed room meetings. Uh -huh. I want to meet. And the guy's like, "Well, no, I need to come to your place and talk to you about it." No. And Elon said, <laughs> he kind of got fed up and he said, so will you do what, what you did? And I might be butchering this a little bit, but he said, will you be doing what you did with, and he posted this article. Mm -hmm. uh, and the article said, um, you know, uh, study finds that kids up to nine were, had to pay with oral sex to get food from the UN. Oh and he's my. like, so I'm not gonna. And so like, why should I give it to you? Why guys? should I give it to you? It was this whole thing, and Elon just like, oh, like the so is it like uh, the transgender community summoning Dave Chappelle, and he said, "I'll meet with you because I don't hate you guys. Right? I'll meet with you, but here's some parameters." <laughs> it was good for Dave Chappelle. Yeah, good. Well, why? I think it was. I think it was. Hope um, I didn't. I'm. I'm not. I don't hate. Say I don't hate breast. on. Say it with your breast. I don't hate on gay people or anything. Like that. I'm just met, saying. Have you ever met a transgendered person? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have. I know that in our home church we had a a person that was. Um, I don't know if he was practicing or not, but he was in our Bible study. A homosexual. They're different. Awesome, though. awesome guy. Yeah, we we loved him. He yeah. was great. great. He studied the Bible with us and everything. Yeah. Transgender, but, is a but different. I know transgender is different. I have it's a lot different. I have, yeah, I've seen. I'm like, I think that's a guy who's becoming a girl, but I didn't that's like. I, I didn't. I don't treat them like meanly or anything. No, I have a couple of uh, friends of mine. I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't. They're not close, close friends. Like I'm hanging out with them all the time. I really haven't hung out with a lot of people because of COVID, right? But mm -hmm. I've gone and done stuff and, and hung out with. Uh, friends with Instagram, Facebook, like have been to the same things, went to the same parties, have come over to my house. So mm -hmm. really a couple, like, you know, more than two. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they've summoned me. And I don't know. You said as long as he's my, you call me King or <laughs> yeah, chief. King chief. As long as King chief, you'll be fine. You'll be good. We'll be on the same. No, they're, they're pretty nice. Yeah. Nice, nice individuals. Um, but yeah, I think with the thing with um, the thing with Elon is they he just wants them to be open and honest, and he just feels kind of shifty. So. Good for him. Yeah, big 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 news on Elon. But anyways, you Good got download. Him. I'm sorry, we got way disrupted. Oh yeah, that was all right. Th those are kind of cool, cool rabbit trails. Okay, so as you had we had we've been talking about for a long time. I've been kind of going over church history and biblical history is easier for me to to um, grasp than church history because I, I've told you yeah, church history ticks me off because it's so full of uh, junk. Yeah. Uh, Protestant and Catholic alike have been really awful. really awful. Every denomination has some sordid history. Some junk in the trunk. Some junk. And, um, you know, I mean, I have not been perfect all my life. But, you know, there's things I cringe at now that I'm like, oh, if I could meet that person, I would tell them I'm sorry for 
being insensitive about this because I, now I know, but then I didn't. I wasn't intentionally being, I, you know what I mean? That's just yeah. God softening your heart as you get older and like, oh, if I, if I saw them again, I'd handle it differently. Yeah. You know? So we're all, we all need forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyways, okay, so there's this huge pattern. I, and Tim and said he'd take a picture of it and put it on Twitter. Does that exist? Doesn't, Twitter does. It does not exist in my. I've heard somebody this week go. Twitter doesn't exist. They were, they were joking because they think it's stupid. Right. <laughs> because it's not. It might have been Dave Chappelle. I mean, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I have a Twitter account. Okay. No, I'm not. Tim and Lincoln Show. Let me post on the Tim. And I'm Lincoln not show. demeaning you for having Twitter. I'm just. I'm just being goofy. Um. So this picture that Tim and you can now see, I will try to explain to people. But okay, I see this symmetry between the Old Testament Jews and the New Testament church. And the old, okay, so last time I think we kind of did a brief summary of church history, I think, right? Or no, was it Old Testament history? Old and new. Anyways, we did a brief, yeah, brief. Uh, from creation to Jesus. Yeah. And I might have went th- through the church too, I forget. But uh, something happened, and and this was related to one of the questions you had about uh, how do we lose touch with our Jewish roots. Okay, so something very cataclysmic happened to the Jewish people. Um, uh, the Assyrians came down and wiped out the northern tribes about seven centuries before Jesus, and then in about 586 BC, the Babylonians came and wiped out the southern kingdom, Judah and hauled them off, exiled them for 70 years, and then a small remnant came back and restarted the Jewish, um, the temple and the Jewish uh, state, Jerusalem. Much smaller than it had been, much less glory, but that really impacted the Jewish culture that had come back to Jerusalem to rebuild. Where And I, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit, yeah. where they, they, uh, they really became people of the text. Right. Okay, and so one of the things... Meaning they start memorizing it and making everyone memorize the Torah. Every person yeah, who was a kids, Jew. Yeah. Every kid had to memorize it. Yeah, they got, they got like real granular with it. Kind of legalistic. Yeah, yeah a little Jewish kid would put us to shame. And, yeah. and I have a degree, you know, I mean, I have been studying the Bible for 40 years and, and uh, they would make me look stupid, yeah. honestly. Yeah, not so much anymore, right? But in that time. In that time, were, yeah. yeah. So what they did to protect, they didn't want to lose their nation again. So, and, and there may be Jewish, if a Jewish person listens to this, they may have a better grasp of this than I do. So I have a very general grasp. So I apologize to historians that know much more. But they Sorry, took, <laughs> they took the 613 commands of Torah or of the Old Testament, basically the first five books, I think, is what they might call the Torah. There's 613 commands in there, and they made a fence around those commands to protect them, and it was called the Mishnah. And then as time went on, they also developed something called the Talmud, which is another set of regulations. So Um, if you can imagine, if you, in your mind, put a, a circle and write 613 in that, so that's the 613 commands of the Torah. And then draw a, a circle around, a bigger circle around that, and that's the uh, 
regulations in the Mishnah that it's a fence line that protects you from going against the law. Okay, And then around that, another circle. So you've got three circles around. You've got three. You've got a... You've got a ball and then two circles around that. The ball is 613 commands, then the Mishnah, then the Talmud, okay? And so they're trying to protect people from offending God or offending his commandments because they, they don't want to go through this. The pain uh, that they, the went, pain through that they went through earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it becomes, as all things, the Mishnah, the Talmud, they they become in some ways an offense to God. And Jesus, when he shows up, now the Mishnah and the Talmud were still being produced after Jesus has come and gone. Okay, so, but you can see him in, I I believe it's in um, Matthew, I think I might have written it down. Yeah, like Matthew chapter 15 Jesus confronts the the Pharisees about how they break God's law because their traditions have become so warped that fulfilling their traditions breaks God's law. Hmm. And he's he's like, you guys, you're offending God by keeping your traditions. Okay, so what was meant to protect you from breaking God's law was actually breaking God's law. Okay, and... And I'm not quite sure if that was the, the Mishnah was beginning to develop, but it also developed after Christ was gone. So it's mm. I, I just want to I don't want to say all this stuff was in place while Jesus was here, but he already saw the problems, yeah. you know, and dealt with it. So again, 613 commands, then th- about 3,000 regulations in the Mishnah, and then I'm not sure how many regulations were in the Talmud around the Mishnah, but just oodles and oodles of things to protect you from uh you know god says um honor the sabbath day okay but that's his law yeah right remember the sabbath day keep keep it, it keep it all okay well there might be 37 regulations about the sabbath how to keep the sabbath how many miles you can walk what you you can't start a fire you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't, and then you, you see what I mean? So and that's the, what keeps it holy. You know? right. right, so the command, God didn't put 37 or 137 regulations around the, I think that's the fourth commandment. He just says, honor the Sabbath day, you know, mm-hmm. keep it holy. So, um, which is really broad. Yeah. You know. Which drives you to a relationship with God so that if you want to please him, you want to know who he is, not determine all these do you want to have a relationship with regulations or with god himself mm. so you should be driven to relate to him but a Makes relationship sense. with god is so i mean it's so hard to like figure out what that is you know i mean it would be easier good. to rock rock through a good a lesser rules yeah you know? good i'm glad it's hard to because it it's worth it Whereas rules, you just keep the rules and you, do. you don't think for yourself. Hmm. Which, yeah, you guys know this from growing up. You know, I always talked about principle. What are the principles behind the rules? You know. Okay. The reasons why I do it. Yeah. Any, any questions there? Nope. Okay. Makes sense. So now, now, now I'm kind of going to go out on a limb because now I'm in church history, which is harder for me to grasp. 
Okay. And I don't like church history, as I keep saying over and over. He hates it. <laughs> he studies it 24-7 and I, he hates it. I, yeah. That's all I The more I about. study it, the more I hate it. Yeah. Uh, I saw this pattern of, in church history, make a circle and write dogma in it. Dogma is the highest, uh, it's almost like commands, okay? So Those are things that are unchanging. Yeah. Um, and dogma changes for each denomination as I've looked into it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But uh, for me, dogma would be, and I have not listed what my dogmas are, but, you know, God is real. Uh, God is triune, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Those are, th- you know, those are just simple, essential things that, to me, are dog- dogma. Okay. Yeah. So in the center is dogma, the unchangeable, central, essential things that should, like, I can talk to a Catholic and we're going to still believe that God is God, Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. Yes, we're still going to, I mean, we're going to disagree on other things, but we're, we're still Christian brothers in that sense. I'm, I'm a Christian brother with a, a Methodist, a Presbyterian, a Lutheran. A Catholic. All, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we have these same founding certain, principles. Can right. I pause this real quick and yell yes. at Joe? Yes, you can. Joe, one second. And we're back. Is Allison here or anything? I don't know. He's just barking. Sometimes you just got to yell, yell at him to shut up, and he does. Our dog doesn't shut up when you yell at her. <laughs> well, I got my dog trained. Dang. <laughs> I literally, for folks who, who weren't here, I paused it, yelled, Joe, shut up, and then we just hit back. For, I, to I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> Okay, so the, this picture again. <laughs> even I know. Yeah, I bet Allison is here. I think okay. I hear her up there. Yeah. Okay, dogma. The next circle around that is doctrines. The next circle around that is traditions. Okay, so then you got the circle. You got the small circle, dogma. Mm-hmm. The bigger circle, um, what was it? Doctrine. Doctrine and then traditions. This little yep. Circle. Okay. Uh, now... Uh, doc, doctrine, dogma are the essential things that they're non-refutable beliefs, unless you don't believe there's a God or whatever. But, and doctrine are the principles or positions that you take because of your dogma. Um, okay, so because you believe that, believe these things, then you kind of set these rules around those things, right? Yeah, because because I believe God created the earth. I may have a doctrine that the earth is good, even though it's scarred, and I should I shouldn't throw my trash everywhere. I I don't know. That's kind of a bad example, but uh, the the truth there are essential truths that should that shouldn't be a huge list. It should be some very simple things, and then your doctrine are principles that come. You can disagree on doctrine, but like I disagree with other denominations on certain things, but I still agree that God is. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You know, right? You get, you get what I'm saying. I remember talking to Allison's dad, and they're a little bit more reformed than mm-hmm. I would be. And one of the things that changed when they got a new pastor is the pastor before believed that you could just do normal contemporary worship, and then the pastor after believed that um, you should only do worship that is like psalms or singing and so that was his doctrine because of some verses in the bible that said 
whenever you worship me, do it this way. So he felt like electric guitar and drums and stuff weren't um, Interesting. appropriate, you know? Okay. And so they went kind of back to the hymns. Yeah. I forget what it was. It was something like that. And I think that was probably based on doctrine. Yeah. You know, one doctrine says you can worship God. That's great. The other doctrine says you can worship God, but don't do it with drums. Mm-hmm. Don't do it with guitar, things like that. So. Hmm. I'm not going to go down the bunny trail, but I could show you why. When oh, we've he, talked about it. It's all yeah, right. when he says hymns, and he's only he's thinking things after the 11th century, but yeah, there's Prior people, to that, there was other stuff. There's st- stuff that, and they thought people that were singing hymns were evil. Right. Well, I mean, you and should only the, you should yeah. only sing um, psalms. Yeah. Obviously, because it's the only thing in the Bible that is praise music. It should just only sing psalms. Okay. I mean, if you get to yeah. that level, I feel like that makes sense. Like, if you're yeah. going to get that granular. But anyways. Well, see, that's where it, it all gets fuzzy for me because well, dogma is non-refutable beliefs. Doctrine are the principles based on those beliefs. And tradition are just what you prefer. So I put music in tradition. Like, if you prefer drums and electric guitar and stuff, I mean, I like that. You know, I'm a musician. Um, Hence our that's a tradition. music. Yeah, yeah, right. Hold on by you. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, And then some people prefer an organ that sounds like a soap opera. Yeah. And I can't handle that. Or some people prefer hymns. And hymns are not bad, but, uh, you know, they're just not my tradition. But it's a tradition. It's not even a doctrine for me. So, but... Anyway, so I was pursuing. Well, what is, what is Catholic dogma? What is Protestant dogma? What what are what's Baptist dogma? What is I was kind of trying to figure that out. And um, interesting, interesting is what I see is d- different denominations blur. Um, some take their doc- doctrines and traditions and put them clear up in dogma. Ooh. Like this one Baptist place was like, well, you can only read the King James. Um, you have to wear this this kind of attire to church. Um, if you don't believe in our, this is a Baptist church. If you don't, and I went to Baptist seminary, but it would probably be considered liberal by this church. This church would probably, if you don't go to our church, you're not saved. Oh wow! If Sounds you like don't agree with our dogma, you're not saved. Hmm. You're outside of the church. Um, so I went to the Catholic um, church, and they have 255 infallibly declared dogmas. Oh, wow. And 102 that are under consideration. Oh, wow. <laughs> do, you, do you see, you see the, that? That doesn't sound like, like dogma Yeah. That sounds a little bit more like doctrine or tradition. You know it I mean? does. To me, I read. I have read all 255 of their declared infallible. Do you agree with some dogmas. of them? I agree with some of them. I disagree with a lot of them. Hmm. And because I disagree, I'm probably going to hell. Cool. Now, most of my Catholic friends would not say that. Yeah. But when I read their own dogma, um, here they are. Wow. See that? He's got a page, two pages. Two pages. From little, back. Very small. Not double, double spaced. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, like... Uh, read, read me one of them. Tell me which one it is. 
They got numbers with them, don't they? Well, a hundred uh, dogma, one hundred two through one hundred eight are all about uh, dogmas about Mary. Um, you know about the veneration of Mary, which you know she was a virgin before virgin before birth, after birth of Christ, she remained a, a virgin. She was assumed body and soul into heaven. Um, I don't want to harp on Mary, but they make her the mother of God, the co-demptress, basically, of humanity. They, she's part of salvation. It's, that doesn't say here in the dogmas, but I've seen that in other places. So I'm like, okay. I mean, she was, like, assumed up into heaven uh, just like like Jesus was, you know, when he ascended into heaven. I mean, that's what they just believe about Mary. That's crazy. And that's in their dogma. That's in their dogma. That's interesting. Yeah. Where do they get um, that from? <laughs> no, I don't see that in scripture. Uh, okay. Oh, you got, you've got, I'm sorry. Two four, pa- four, four pages, pages. total. Front and back two pages. Yeah. Holy four pages yeah. front and back. I didn't, I didn't get the 102 that are under consideration. This is only 255. This, this is dogma, not doctrine. This, this is, is the infallible in, truth. Infallible. You can't disagree with it. Uh, it, which is interesting because uh, Mary and the primacy of the Pope, which meaning the Pope is... Is the direct connection the, to God. These things were entered in more like in the 1800s. They, this isn't what they started out with. Really? Okay, so the primacy of Peter and the infallibility of the popes, I, I understood that, but I also bishops are infallible when, they, when they're all together and make a decision on church. Really? What, what the church believes in. There's and uh, dogma 157. Let me read this to you. Now, I'm not offended by this, but membership of the church is necessary for all men for salvation. So, they have to be I'm a not a member of the Catholic Church, therefore you're not sal- I'm not saved. saved. According to uh, the Catholic Church. According to the Catholic Church. Uh, they go into transubstantiation in 186 through 204. I mean, it's Indulgences, 225. This uh, this is what Luther, one of the things Luther was against. Indulgences, you, know, you could buy, you could pay the church and, you know, pay for your sins. Mm. And they did this in the Crusades. It was pretty bad. You know, I, you know, you could buy, pay the church so much money, and then when you go on a crusade, you could rape 25 women, kill 150 men, and you all that's forgiven. You, you paid before you went. Wow. Uh yeah, that's a little Still, messed that's, up. Now that is. I remember not, reading that in the Bible. <laughs> that is not. Look, there's so many Catholics that are wonderful Christians. So that is not. Please don't hear me picking on Catholics. Now let me pick on Lutherans. I mean, Luther and Calvin had some uh, anti uh, anti-Semitist um, bones in them too. You know, and and different Protestants have done similar things. So. I, Please don't hear me just picking on Catholic the Catholic Church, but what what I'm getting at is the Christian Church, Catholic, Protestants, all denominations seem to have made this. The this is our dogma. These are and then they put doctrines around that dogma to protect that dogma because that's what they believe in. You you can't offend that. And then they put traditions around their doctrines to. They're doing the same thing 
as the Old Testament, where the, the 613 commands and the Mishnah and the Talmud. Mm. And so if Jesus came back today, whether he's talking to a Baptist or a Presbyterian, Methodist or a Catholic, he Or Jew. Or, yeah, or Jew. He's like, you've, you've lost your relationship with me because your relationship is with a belief system, hmm. not with me. I mean, that... That's just what it is. I need to think about that. Because how much of your your world is your belief system? When I was a younger man, I was pretty... I've laughed about this with the poison beer, you know. Um, young men who are getting to know their Bible are going to hit each other over the head with verses and stuff like that. And, and they're going to... They should have some chutzpah in them. Chutzpah. Chutzpah. It's a good Jewish word. They should have. Uh, I don't want them to be mamby-pamby wimps or whatever, but it's okay if they argue about stuff. Uh, they, they sh- I don't know. It's part of your development. But as an older man, I'm like, okay, I don't want a relationship with all the right doctrine. I want a relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. I, I do want my doctrine to be... Good and sound, but but as and I know you you guys look to me and people have me teach and stuff. But if if seventy five percent of my doctrine is on target, I'd be a happy man. Right. I, I really don't know, you know, because I do change over time because I learn things deeper and I'm like, oh, I don't think I agree with my thirty year old man that I was, you know. Mm. As, but I don't. I didn't persecute people over that. Over my disagreements, I don't think I did. But hmm. it, in your thirties, if you have some strong beliefs and you're challenging people on that, that's cool. Like you and Lincoln, you guys are hilarious. You push back on each other; it's good. But I don't see hate coming out of that. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And most of my, I think Lincoln knows this too, and hopefully everyone knows this. But I'm. I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. Sometimes I'm just pushing back, push back. You know, it is a bit. Yeah, but yeah, but you reveal things that way. You guys, yeah. yeah. That's true. So, yeah. I want people to have a a backbone, but but I don't want them to have a relationship with their belief system. I want them to have a relationship with God. M- me as well. So that's the download. If that, does that make sense? Yeah, both okay. the church and, and the old Pharisaical Jews, it's the same thing. Just yeah. it's rehashed in a new new skinned version. We've done the same thing that they did. Yeah. I, that's what I'm seeing. Hmm. We're repeating what they did and what Jesus came and offended them. He offended everybody. He loved everybody. So you think but he Jesus everybody. would like coming to church, instead of playing worship music, he would just... Do a little screamo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just a little screamo. He might. Crucified! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like something like that? or Just... I I don't know. That's the whole thing of worship. I, I, I'm very interested in how God... There are so many genres of music that I don't like. But God... I mean, he's a father... And I, I'm a father. I've had five kids. I really enjoy things that they get into. I don't know. He also created he, music, right? Yeah. yeah. So. so he can handle 
stuff that I can't handle. He doesn't judge it the same way I do. Yeah. And, you know, Screamo is not really something that it's not very calming to me, but <laughs> that doesn't mean it doesn't yeah, check speak your worldview right there. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, you know, um, one of our early uh, forefathers in America, uh, Cotton Mather, was really ticked off about the new music that was being sung. And uh, that was what we would call hymns today. And what he liked was the stuff that came before that would be something more similar to 11th century Gregorian chant. Or if you heard Amish people do an Amish hymn sing. Uh, I have not. Uh, if you go to an Amish church, like a leader will say, like they're, they're going to sing a line and he'll go, hey, whatever they say, you know, and everybody joins in. And they join in at different times because they're waiting for him to start. And then he'll lead the next note, and then it might take them five minutes to get through one sentence. Oh, wow. So a song might take 20 minutes long for them to do. And it's not on rhythm. There's no notes. There's no rhythm. There's no... So they have to follow the leader, and he has to have it mem- the melody memorized. Okay, it's totally wow. different than what we're used to. That is more of what was going on before him the hymns that we know today that we think are old but some at some point and again I don't I don't study this out really well but they started uh, taking notes and writing them down and rhythm so that everybody would sing the same note or the four part harmony at the same sing it at the same time on time in a rhythm and, and so the just how God wanted it to be <laughs> And, and that was the new music. And uh, Cotton Mather did a, like a two-hour sermon on how evil that was. Wow. Because it was new. You know, it was just, no, no, that's, that's evil stuff. I was reading part of his sermon. I'm like, wow, this guy. And it has nothing to do. It's what a waste of time. Yeah. To me, it's a waste of time to to beat your congregation over the head with that and possibly throw them out of the congregation if they didn't sing your own your old way of doing hymns yeah, that's a or your, the pre-hymn whatever the hymn yeah hymns were new music back then so what do you think this yes. download means for well I mean you kind of hit on it but what do you think that was why do you think you had that download and what do you think that means for you and for the people around Ooh. you why do you ask such good questions <laughs> uh Yeah, I've been asking. I'm like, why did why did I see this? It would, I'd be happy. You know, sometimes ignorance is bliss, right? So, it, when it's taken me a half hour or forty five minutes to even explain this, no, it's good though. Uh, what it? Okay, well, I think I'm seeing that different denominations. They, they take a piece of the pie, the dogma they believe in, the doctrines, the tradition, and they make that. They they make that their identity rather than making God their identity. And so, why is God downloading that to me? I'm not. I'm not sure. That's a. Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> 
I just go, wow, this is this is crazy that I'm seeing this, and I'm I'm maybe there's things. Maybe I'm only seeing a tiny bit of what's really going on. Maybe there's sense? more to download. Maybe there's more. And I'm just one man, and I'm not a very, you know, it's not like I... Well, I wonder if... A lot of people are going to be listening to me, so I don't I know. I mean, we got thousands of listeners, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds in our, in our mind, yeah. I wonder if kind of the circle that you're showing me... And again, we'll post it on Twitter. The 613 commandments versus dogma. The I mean, they're all kind of like a, a pointing to something, right? That's what I'm. It kind of looks like a target. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a bullseye. Okay. Like if if you were to throw, if you were to throw darts, yeah. the middle would be dogma, or maybe the ring around it would be dogma. The ring mm-hmm. around that would be, you know, what I'm saying. Okay. Like okay. Circle on that. But I wonder if if this is a, something that we do as humans, because I mean. We're, I mean, it is something we do. I wonder if this we could see this pattern as a pattern recognition machine. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we could see this pattern elsewhere in our lives. Oh, well, that's, it's, good. that's a good point. How we think about education or how we think about, you know, food. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just now just kind of brainstorming. But Maybe this I is a human condition that we, we apply this all the time to things, right? Yeah. And And God is challenging us. I mean, you do want structure, but you, but you don't want to worship the structure. Right. That's not your God. Yeah. Yeah. It, this, this is a funny bunny trail, but the first time I realized the difference between dogma and doctrine tr- and tradition was uh, when mom and I went to a... Remember, I wanted to plug in to Grace College and finish my master's degree there? Yep. Back when you were like one years old as we moved out here. Year two, I think year two. Way back in the day, and you ended up going to Grace, which you had such a great experience. Yep, yeah. <laughs> but yep. where I learned this dogma, tra- doctrine, tradition was like t- fifteen years ago. We m- m- maybe fifteen, maybe more. We went to a thing at Grace, and a Bible uh, professor talked about some interesting things and he talked about doc, dogma doctrine and tradition i'm like oh that's interesting i remember from clear back then hmm. but there's kind of these three different things he wasn't talking about it as church history like i am but but uh i remember you talking to me about it when i was younger i was in high school yeah yeah and you're telling you're saying dogma is like the yeah, you what know, well, you kind of explained irrefutable, them. Yeah. irrefutable, and then doctrine built around that, and mm-hmm. then tradition. I don't know if you said tradition. I remember just dogma and doctrine. Yeah, that stuck with me for a long. It's time. interesting. The Catholic Church has two hundred fifty-five. Greek Orthodox only had about five major. I I was I respected the I've read through the Greek Orthodox dogma, five categories, and there's about five subcategories in each one of them they tried to keep it short and sweet and it wasn't like this like the catholic church but then you get into some of these baptist things and other you know they they you know yeah it's so again i'm not picking on catholics i'm just i'm just really not enthralled with you know two three four five six hundred things that you have to 
believe. Yeah, yeah that's. I, I believe the six hundred and thirteen commands of the old of the Old Testament. I, they're, I don't disagree with them. But like, but, would one of the commands be like, you can't wear two types of cotton and linen? Yeah, you know what I mean. Can't wear garments mixed. I know that is one of their kosher laws. I don't know if that's part of the six hundred and thirteen. That might be. So but even like, that, that is a mystery to me. It's like it's not offensive to me. It's a like I'm not a Jew, so I'm not under that commandment. But there's something about that that's very fascinating. That's deeper than just two kinds of fabric. You have to do this. Hmm. Yeah, there is something that there's a treasure there that I haven't dug up yet. Why do you think that about that one compared to Mary ascending? You know what I'm saying? Because I, again, I'm I have a, a Protestant bias, but I see the Catholic Church grasping at authority, you know, because some of their dogma that I was reading is like the Pope is the supreme authority over all churches, yeah, that including ours, which isn't Catholic. He's the supreme over all churches, over all government. It, they they are grasping at making him the authority over everything, mm. and then if you don't agree with these infallibly declared dogmas, then you're outside of salvation. I mean, you know, and you yeah. and so instead of <clears throat> yeah, it's demanding that it like a dad who demands authority. It, a, a good dad has authority because he has a relationship with his kids and they know that he has their best interests. But a dad that you will do what I tell you or else. So uh, all that is is fear. It's yeah. not relationship. So Yeah, you have to do it. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're demanding authority, you've probably lost. I mean, you may have the power to hurt people, because, I mean, right Enough now... Enough people give you authority. Yeah, we have people in authority over our government that shouldn't be there that are demanding things. But they don't have authority through relationship. And that's beginning to hurt them. So, yeah. anyways, we don't want to get political, but... No. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's very interesting. Well, yeah. I think I'm going to call this episode... Okay. The... Download. <laughs> I like that. Cool. Uh, we'll cool, do cool, this cool. in a, another couple weeks. We'll do another one. Hopefully get another download or something else. See where it goes. See what other heavy revies come, come along. Heavy revelations. Heavy revies. Heavy revies. That's nice. an old That's an old uh, charismatic saying. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should give us a little history on the charismatic stuff. Well, we'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get into that maybe some other time. They have dirt too. All of them. Everything does. We all have dirt. Yeah. Praise God that he loves us. <laughs> We're dirty. Dirty. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, any last words, Dad? Keep up the good work. Keep up the I good work. I love you guys podcasting. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. He loves you guys podcasting. So if you don't have a podcast, start podcasting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. See ya.